0: I'm an alcoholic. Podium's pretty intimidating, not gonna lie. Usually I like sitting in the back somewhere and sharing. You know, it makes it a little easier. That way I don't have to like look at all you. Um, I have a sobriety date of 2 7, 2019, and for that I'm I'm grateful. It's not my first sobriety date. Um, I tried to get sober when I was 18, I didn't get sober until I was 25. Um, I mean, I was told I can't fuck you guys up more than you already are. So here we go, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it started out as fun, honestly. That's just, you know, like going out every weekend, at like 14, 15 years old, you know, drinking with the boys and everything. Um, but something happened, you know. By 15, I was drinking on the weekends. But by 24, I was homeless in Costa Mesa shooting dope and you don't on my arm. Like, I couldn't really figure it out, you know? Like, what the fuck, right? It's part of my language, by the way. Um, like I said, it started out as fun. And then until it wasn't, you know, uh, I got expelled at 15 for uh, the the wackiest weed you'll ever see in your life. It had, like, stem seeds. and It was, like, <laughs> trash. Like, I'm surprised you're like, hey, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and let me mind you, like, when I was a kid, like, my desk was in the back of the class, in the corner facing the wall. I was away from everybody else, right? I was already a troublemaker by, by a young age, right? And uh, my s- smart person as I am, I decided to take a token class. The next thing you know, right after lunch, here comes the vice principal saying, gather up your shit, you're coming with me. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, so I ended up getting expelled and they are like, you can't come to any school in the school district. And there's like 10 of them. Like you you can't come. I was like, okay. So I went on independent study. And what that was is I went to school for an hour twice a week. Game over. Game over. My mom left at 7 a.m. and my dad didn't come home till four. So in between those windows, on it's me time, right? I can do whatever I want to decide to do. And then um, then I started drinking in the morning. You know, just getting through the day, doing whatever I gotta do at the age of 16. And then um I ended up taking my GED by 18. And then from there, I didn't have a job. I didn't do anything. So, uh, I had all this time to myself. So I kind of learned how to be an alcoholic, right? I kind of had to figure it out. Like I had all these tendencies by a young age and here I am starting to slam speed. Sorry. There's a lot of drugs in my story. Uh, I like, you know, I like obviously beer with like a shot of heroin on the side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and, uh, and there was like no in between, I didn't do other things. I kind of just went like straight to it. And uh, that took me down pretty quick, I honestly did. Um, I was sitting in my room, taking apart my TV and my mom comes in and is like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to fix my TV. She's like, it's 4 a.m. I was like, that's cool, okay. They're like, yeah, you're going to rehab. And, you know, I was like hundred pounds, sucked up, tore up from the floor up, how they say. And uh, I was like, well, rehab seems like a good idea. I need help, obviously. And uh, so I started looking up rehabs and stuff like that. And then there's like, so rehab said, yeah, they got like horses, they got like go-karts and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, okay, this is cool. My One of my buddies like, dude, rehab is gonna be fun. You're gonna love it. And I was like, cool, right on, let's go. I get there, you know, I'm talking, doing my orientation or whatever. And I'm like, so where are the horses? Like what fucking horses? i was like what i like i walked outside like it was like a stall that's been like weeded over for like at least 10 years i'm like that's cool i'm like so the car tarnet thing like yeah you're not allowed to leave i was like that's false false advertisement entrapment and uh you know long story short i didn't get sober it did i was 18 i wasn't ready life hasn't hit, hit me hard enough by that point right i had to learn well, we all got to learn the hard way, you know. It's just the way it goes. You know, fast forward a little bit. Um, Try to get sober again at 21. Didn't didn't happen. Couldn't do it. Couldn't keep a needle out of my arm. Couldn't. I couldn't have a house over my head because like, nobody wants me. You know, nobody wants you when you're a junkie and You you're robbing everybody in broad daylight. Like, I didn't have a job, so I had a habit defeat. Right, and if you're don't have a job and you're a heroin addict, just the way the cooking crumbles. So I started going to jail, started overdosing, and all that fun stuff. And uh, there was one job I did. And I'm a Palmer, by the way. So like, other oh, one job I did, and I was dirty. I was just defeated. So I finally called somebody. I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm ready. I think." So I, I get there, and they're like, "Well, what's going to be this different this time?" And these people have been dealing with me for like the last, whatever, how many years. And uh, that's when I surrendered. I was like, you tell me, I don't know what to do. I can't, everything everything I decide to do ends up getting me dead. We're pretty close, right? So I get involved, I start going to meetings. I find my herd with all you black sheep. And I just start start doing the deal. You know, like I just needed that separation. Like I had to surround myself with people that were doing the damn thing. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my boys to death, but they're still in the shit. You know, and that was kind of like, it was hard for me because like I care for people. I really do. And especially if we were like, grew up together, but like, if you're in it, dude, I'm sorry. You got to go. You know, like I have to protect myself today. And just life got good. You know, I didn't get everything back right away because I had a lot of wreckage, like a lot of wreckage, but like my parents want me in their life, you know? But like I didn't get sober just because I'll sit on the fucking couch watching Netflix. You know what I'm saying? I Had to get on my feet was to get off my ass. And that's basically what happened, man. Like life's freaking good, you know? So I get sober and, you know, I start going to meetings. I get involved. I get a sponsor. I start, you know, working a little bit of steps and like, I'm getting commitments and i'm showing up at least okay for example if you have kelly as a sponsor he'll make sure you'll have a commitment to at least four, four times four times a week right you'll you'll get something don't worry and um you know i got kelly at like just under a year and man and like life's great dude like i utilize that guy you know like i don't care what anybody says about him he's a good dude you know i don't i don't, I don't you know you know, but like, it's just like, you know, like, because I, I got in the rooms and I kept reading the promises, you know, and all this stuff. And like, that's what I wanted right away. You know, I wanted instant validation. Like, as soon as I push, push the plunger down, I'm there. Well, that's what I wanted out of getting sober. It didn't happen because I went to, I went to meetings for years, not sober for years, mind you, but not putting in any work and expecting fucking life to be great. It, you know, it didn't turn out that way. You know, um, you know, I watched, I watched people coming out of this room and, you know, like every time I see an empty chair, that's like somebody who should be here, you know, and that's kind of like the real, like the real of the disease, man. Like I didn't have control when I was out there. Like when I OD'd in back of that 1997 Honda Civic and my homies left me for dead, like I shouldn't be here. I'm honestly on borrowed time, man. And like, and I gotta stay grateful for that. Like some days when my life's in this sh- thinking my life's in the or like, you know, cause I got this thing in between my ears, like that really like wants me dead or wants to ruin my fucking day. You know, I get in my own way of everything, right? I hurt my own feelings. I'm my own worst enemy. Like it's true, dude. Like I make myself cry, you know? Like nobody, like nobody really pisses me off, dude. I'm the one who pissed myself off, right? but I got to remember, like, I'm not in control of anything. The only thing I can control is my spiritual, my spiritual condition and my actions, spiritual condition and my actions and my emotions. That's all I'm in charge of. And as soon as I like learn that the better, right? Cause I can't, I can't control them. I can't control her. I can't control all these fucking things. And then next thing you know, as soon as I try, I'm butter, right? I got to stay in gratitude which is fucking the hardest fucking thing sometimes like i gotta just put one foot in front of the other you know like if this thing was easy this room would be full it's not it's simple but it's not easy right and uh i don't know i'm just like super grateful to be here uh if you're new welcome home you know is home you know like it used to be a hassle coming into these rooms because like my life was in a state of emergency but I didn't see it that way and I had to drag my butt here but now it's like I get to go to a meeting it's just like and it's just in the cart it just falls out that way you know it's not it's not a hassle man like my life's great I owe my life to this program like it's done so much for me and it's just like like all my friends All the stuff I get to do today, even though sometimes I don't want to fucking do it, but I get to. And uh, that thanks.